0: This week, we're reading A Soul to Keep by Opal Rain, otherwise known as Rearranging Guts is
1: Metaphorically Fine. Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list?
0: Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book.
1: I don't even know where to begin. (laughs)
0: I love that the last two episodes um, have sounded like YouTube apology videos, um, but this one does need a YouTube apology
1: video. (laughs) Also, Happy Halloween. Yeah, almost Halloween. Spooky. Oh, that was cute. (laughs) Uh, We're going to dress up as uh, Batman villains.
0: Yeah. And then we also have secondary characters as... Harry Potter um characters yes. slash students. I
1: still think you need to be the herbology professor. Yeah, Professor Garlic. Aww. This is
0: from the game, not the movies.
1: Love it. Yeah. <laughs> that is
0: kind of a weird. <laughs> so um Jordan and I had a discussion at work and we're like, oh, we should do a fun, you know, specific to Halloween episode for, you know, the Monday before Halloween, because it's perfect timing. And we're like, oh my God, wouldn't it be funny if we did a
1: monster romance? And I was like, oh my God, that sounds like such a fun idea. Like this this is perfect. Okay, and before we get into the monster <laughs> romance, there is something I need to read like verbatim from the book. Oh, because it's what convinced me to download the yes. sample. Yeah, because <laughs> well, I mean the description is fine. Um, I gotta find this thing. What's it called? A soul, a soul to keep. Yep. Right? Um, so the book we're talking about today is a soul to keep
0: by Opal Rain, which I'm assuming is a cover opinion. name.
1: But if you get this book and this is a book you should read the author's acknowledgments, yes uh for because it's hilarious if anything else read it for this if i can if i can find it (laughs) um because yeah here we go Uh, i don't know if i can i yeah i was like you're really ballsy into this um to all the monster fuckers out there this (laughs) this book is for you don't pretend that you've never wanted to to be riled by some (laughs) human-eating dark entity that has a skull for a face. You saw the cover, you knew what you were getting yourself into, and you still chose to open this book and read it. (laughs) Uh, If if that is not the best intro... Oh, 100%. I mean, I immediately flipped the page. Yep. I was like, I'm intrigued. She sent
0: that to me. And I'm like, well, this is gonna be the one. And <laughs> I, <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna be able to talk about this. It's so yeah. explicit.
0: Um, okay, so I feel like we should caveat it first. So Jordan got through the sample, which is surprisingly long, though. It's like 50 pages, 40, okay. 50. And I think this book is only like 300. Mm-hmm. No, it's long. Remember? Oh, oh shit. It's like yeah, shocking. I thought long. it was.
1: I remember because I looked, I finished the sample. I'm like, there's no fucking <laughs> way I'm, re- I'm buying this book. It is, wait for it, 544 pages. God damn. And also, it has
0: 4.17 stars with 27,000 ratings. Don't. So, this is not like.
1: You know, we picked a rando one. No, like I I looked on Goodreads, a Goodreads monster romance list. And this was like the second or third book that came up. And I picked it because it had like a a review that said this was a slow burn romance. You don't get to any of the like intimacy Um, until 300 pages in. Yeah, we need to verbatim read that review. (laughs) Do you have it
0: up? (laughs) Yes. Okay. A Soul to Keep is one slow burn romance between a dust walker. Imagine Elias from T-A-M-B. I don't know what DNA is. No idea what that is. Um, Furry body, wolf skeleton for the head, and Impala's horns on the top. Also a very unique little star's exceptional uh, male anatomy, in the virgin sacrifice that lacks fear and deemed to be cursed by the villagers. So she verbatim said, slow burn romance, when Jordan, who read the sample, (laughs) got a sex scene. Yeah, a very raunchy one too. And I want to say, okay, so I skimmed. So I read more than I thought I was going to because I have Kindle Unlimited, so I got it for free. And I was like, okay, we're gonna do this for the pod. Let me read through it. And I got to the first sex scene that Jordan tapped out at, and I was like, <laughs> That's no. <exactly> <laughs> I'm like, okay, so this is pretty, like, whoa. But you know what? I'm we're doing it for the pod. I've never read a monster romance, like, let's see what it's all about. And I found out what it's all about. So I skimmed most of the rest of it. I think I got probably like the seventy percent mark before I tapped out. I was like, I don't think I can do this and still like look at myself in the mirror. <laughs> but no, what? Again, if you like monster romance, I 100 like it's weird it's cool whatever floats your boat our
1: beef with this book is not the monster romance aspect yes. of it yes that is like the farthest thing from it yeah like i can okay i've read a lot of sci-fi mm-hmm. and sci-fi has aliens okay <laughs> so it's like it's like a sister genre right yep, like yep. i was telling you when we were at barnes and noble i think about a really good sci-fi book but the main character is a fucking orca. Like <laughs> I and it's, yeah. it's good, though, yeah. but, like, it's got that weird, like, monster type of romance angle to it. Mm-hmm. Um, this book is just bad. Yeah, it's, it's like... Weird, and if it's a
0: Kindle Unlimited book, I get that you're just kind of like it maybe doesn't have like the best round of editing and stuff. But there was like a lot of weird sentence structure, like oh yeah, where you're like this is wrong, but like not re like totally obliquely wrong. But you're like I've never heard that word used in that context, and then it like makes you question yourself, and you like highlight it, and you're like no, that's not like a weird secondary usage of this.
1: Some highlights examples. <laughs> yes. Okay, this isn't necessarily like bad english this is just bad 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 (laughs) jingle (laughs) uh this took jordan out i was reading this on the couch and my partner was sitting next to me and i started reading (laughs) aloud And the the what the fuck look? I can't even yeah. do it justice. So she the the heroine is getting dressed, prepared to be delivered to the monster, mm-hmm. and so she's wearing this crown, and the crown is described as jingle bells <laughs> <laughs> that had been tied to the sides of her flower crown chimed. <laughs>
0: Ugh.
1: Okay, so let's get into the
0: synopsis so it makes more sense. This is like medieval times, and I am not, you know, like a historian, but I'm going to guess that they didn't have jingle bells or they didn't call them jingle bells. But also, what do bells do but jingle? Like, (laughs) What what other kind of bells are there? (laughs) Of course they're bells. (laughs)
1: Aggressive bells. I love that. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> okay. It yeah. so medieval it, times. Medieval times. The village is described as like the wooden spiky things. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: there's like those movies with the like pilgrims and stuff that are horror movies, the witch and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you seen like the trailers for those at least? Oh yeah. Have you seen the
1: M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Village? Oh, uh, I've seen the, like, reviews and okay. like, the trailer. But th- that's exactly what I pictured. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that. like,
0: the weird wooden fence and, like, little small huts and scary yeah. fog. Yeah. Um, except there's, like, demons everywhere. And there's, like, low-level demons that'll, like, fuck you up. And then there's, like, big demons that'll definitely fuck you up. And they, like, eat people. Like, for real. Just yeah. crunch, crunch. Yeah. Choppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. (laughs) And there's like flying ones too that'll like snatch you out of the air or like the ground. And they get bigger the more people they eat. Yeah. Um, But then there's also these like crazy demons that are called dusk walkers because demons can only come out at night and so you have to be like really quiet and stay in your house. But dusk walkers can walk out at daytime so they're like really not good. Except there's this one dusk walker that makes like a deal with one of the three villages every 10 years where he takes a girl or, or it could be a boy too. So like takes a person and then and in exchange, you get protection from like lower demons. And it's kind of like some hex thing. I'm seeing some similarities to the cult king. I am too. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> and so our heroine, Ra- Rhea, Rhea? Yeah. her family was like murdered, but she wasn't killed. By demons. Like. Yeah, yeah, like super graphically, but she like wasn't killed for whatever reason. She was hiding, and so she's ostracized now because everybody's like, "Why weren't
1: you taken? You were the evil almond uh, or something." Yeah, I think it's a good point to mention here is the level of description how graphic it is it's not just the sex so this is very clearly an adult book (laughs) but the violence is also very graphic so when they're describing how as a child uh, she witnessed her family being murdered by demons it gets into the level of like blood splattering across her face and limbs getting ripped off and chewed on like it's really vivid yeah and it's
0: also like, I don't know that I need that. No. <laughs> like, I get it. Okay, scary demons ate her family. And she's been ostracized. She has her own house. She can't touch anything that other people do. They, like, dump food in the circle for her to grab and she doesn't talk to
1: anyone. Did you feel like her background was really skimmed over? Yeah. Like, it, there's a lot of plot holes in how she fits into the village. Yeah. because So, I will say, this is going to sound really
0: fucking brutal, but it's medieval times, or allegedly. Why didn't they just Kill her, right? Because I mean, if you're doing all this crazy shit, like sacrificing a person every ten years to like protect your village, like you're really telling me you're just gonna like take in this girl and be like, and feed her for free, like, yeah, her entire life. Yeah, and they kind of said like, oh, it would be, you know, bad luck to send her out, but it's like that feels fabricated.
1: Yeah, it's just it's designed to move the story along.
0: Yeah, and so of course she's beautiful, curvy, blonde hair. um, I pictured like Cameron Diaz. I could see that.
1: Yeah. Um, But like
0: a heftier version of Cameron Diaz, yeah. I think. I don't know. Uh, who knows? She's got like a
1: upturned nose. So she looks cute. Yeah. And like perky. <sighs> sorry.
0: Um, <laughs> sorry. We so... don't relate to perky. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so she's being dressed because they obviously have picked her as the sacrifice or whatever. And they have backups just in case. And so they like walk out of the town. Uh, the dusk walker comes up and he's like eight feet tall mm-hmm. s- super tall has like a black like robe thing on he has, looks cool yeah like i appreciated the description mm-hmm. he's like interesting because um he has a skull for a head mm-hmm. and it's like a not a fox skull
1: like but, a wolf skull yeah but the eyes are interesting because he doesn't have eyes he has like floating orbs yeah in the like sockets of where the eyes should be uh-huh and i think they're blue
0: normally mm-hmm. yeah and then he has giant impala like antlers mm-hmm. which like kind of freaky like this is giving me a little bit of like Something nightmares <laughs> yes <laughs> i think she even dis- <laughs> said that at some point oh my god um yeah and so <laughs> everything's fine um he comes out and he's like okay yeah uh this is your sacrifice or whatever and he first noticed because he can it kind of dual pov sort of a little bit yeah this yeah. is third person okay yeah and uh, he
1: like s- doesn't smell that much fear oh. from her this is a quote portion you need to talk about Uh, this oh my god um well so the fear thing is all the demons and all the dusk walkers can smell fear Mm -hmm. but my god this line (laughs) direct quote (laughs) (laughs) he was unable to smell her properly since he'd shoved mud and grass into his nose hole (laughs) nose hole nose hole (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't think of any better word, any better way to describe the fact that he couldn't smell anything. Yeah,
0: because I will say so that this book felt like it was written by like narration and like that was the first thing that came to mind instead of like any other descriptive word for nose holes and then never went back to. It feels like it's written by a child.
1: A like, little who bit. doesn't have the vocabulary to write a book yeah
0: because there's another one where he's like talking about um like exhaling and the word is like expire and i was like <laughs> yeah
1: die <"Should> <laughs> there was a lot of i'll keep i'm gonna look for some of these uh yeah en- misplaced english because uh, they're almost kind of funny like i was yeah. like wait
0: what <laughs> yeah so he is kind of shocked because he's like why is she not scared like that's so weird there's a really bad one in the first like 30 pages somewhere. I know. (laughs) Should have wrapped the
1: warm meat of her slim body. Mm I don't know why my voice (laughs) (laughs) I think it that required that <laughs> oh my god there's so many <laughs> you will become my newest human snowy one i yeah because that's the
0: other thing is she's like obsessed with her like hair and pale skin because she doesn't get to go outside that
1: much last quote though to mm-hmm. kind of speak to the the quality of the english here yeah there's a lot of this type of error and so here's the quote what will you do dependent on each answer with a question mark that, that's the quote. <laughs> what? Um, so I think what it is is what will you do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know
0: what's trying to be said.
1: <laughs> will what you do depend on my answer, I think, oh, is perhaps okay. what they're trying to say. Yeah. But like those are the types of grammatical errors. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it, it just needed a really good, like, vigorous edit. Like, even send it to, through, like, Rammerly. Anything. Yeah, so he picks her because she's, like, doesn't smell fear that much. And she's kind of, like, snarky, of course, because she's the main heroine of this. And he kind of is like, okay, follow me. And then there's this, like, land and there's a big forest thing in the middle where all the demons hang out. It's called, like, the veil. And so they're walking through the forest to get to this because that's where he lives in... Etc. Cetera, et cetera, He's like, she's just hanging out behind him, but he walks really fast and she's like stumbling and falling. She's like, oh my God, and she's need She's yeah. yeah. For some reason, then it's like snowing outside. But then he like picks her up and that's how he carries her. And then she's like, oh, but he like kind of smells good. He Which smells- like, <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> if you're being picked up like by
1: like a giant demon monster, that's probably going to eat you. That's like- the last thing on your mind. I <laughs> Like there's a skull right above you. <laughs> Floating orbs for <laughs> eyes, horns. Yeah,
0: and so nothing important really happens during this journey, except um, oh, she says, I
1: hope I'm tasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the important part.
0: Yeah, nothing really happens. They do get attacked by like demon slayers, but he like immediately like kills them and he's like charging at her and his eyes are red because he like smells blood and she like stops running away and that apparently kills his like drive
1: to kill yeah. and he's like, I almost ate you. And she's like, oh, no. So I actually, I highlighted that okay, specific good. scene. <laughs> and again, here's ex- an example of bad English. As he pinned her down by nothing but her own determination to make this as painless as possible. Mm. Period. Period.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, on a more serious note, like a commentary on the whatever main characters there are. Yeah. The two demon human demon hunters that appear mm-hmm. out of nowhere basically to attack her like turn out to be attack or attack him mm-hmm. end up like taking her hostage and yeah. using her as bait. And like, don't give a shit about her. Like, they're not trying to save her. Mm -hmm. And then all of the human villagers as well, none of them are portrayed as even remotely sympathetic or caring or kind. Like, there's no redeeming other people in the book. Nope. And like, I stopped at the sample, but you, I think you chimed in, right? Like. It doesn't, there's, nope, it doesn't get any better. <laughs> so it's like, it's set up so that the only possible connection she can make is to this dusk walker. And so yep. she leaves her own humanity behind.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of interesting too, because I talked to Jordan about this, but at some point during their journey or during it she or actually let me backtrack so attack happens they hold her hostage he kills him anyway etc they make it to this like cabin where he lives and it's like this house that he has built to keep his people in um but all of them like always die and it's kind of freaky because she's in her bed and she sees like marks where people have marked the days and there's like eight of them so it's like nobody has made it very long and she's like well that's not good but he's been like super kind and courteous the whole time and he kind of seems just interested in like like, making sure she survives. That's it. But at some point, they're talking about trying to protect the house from, like, other demons that live in this vale. And she says, like, oh, well, can you just do another one of those, like, magic hex things that you did to protect the village? Like, just do it here. And he's like, oh, I can only do that once every, like, 10 years. And she's like, well, can you just, like, erase that one and then do it here? So it's like... Oh, in- she's willing to sacrifice her whole village to yeah. the evil demons? Yeah. So, like, wow. in moments, she's like... Fuck them. I don't care. And it's like, that's kind of, like, I guess a response that I would understand if you were, like, ostracized your whole life. But that's pretty aggressive.
1: Like, you have she quickly. She was not redeeming as a character. No. And I think she gets worse. Oh, yeah. Is this another one of, like, insert self into care like A it, little bit. It seems like a lot of these, I'm sorry if I'm hating on your personal favorite subgenre of fantasy romance yeah. or romance in general. But, like, it seems like a lot of these books are written in a way that the main character isn't developed at all yeah it's just a shell so you can experience the the monster romance
0: yeah because she doesn't have really any character development at all like she's the same at the beginning as if she was at the end and the more you get to know her the more you don't like her fantastic (laughs) love it yeah and so basically it's just them living in this house they kind of get to know each other the plot is just them surviving demons attacking and <laughs> at the like 30 percent mark we get our first kind of like questionable oh i forgot to talk about the bats wait um, there's bats bats like uh bath, bath- water oh what (laughs) explain (laughs) uh okay so i don't even know if i can say this out loud so every day she has to be bathed by him so that her smell is disguised by his smell what um very invasive bathing what this happens every day um she's a virgin and so this is obviously like an experience
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah girl i told you (laughs) I felt violated reading the scene in the sample, which is apparently tame compared to that. Girl, I, that is nothing compared to how bad
0: it gets. Uh, yeah, so the bathing, et cetera, et cetera. And you look
1: like you're in physical pain.
0: I am <laughs> in physical pain. I did not talk about this. Um, <laughs> so the first explicit scene is probably about like the 30% mark. And she basically has a sex dream, Um, except she wakes up and it's not a dream. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, it's so girls, I can't talk. About it. I I cannot. Um. So it's you know some light whatever, but in very explicit yucky. <laughs> it's it's a lot.
1: Um. This whole book is like it's porn. Okay. So I there's <laughs> on, no plot. On that note, I <sighs> I have beef. <laughs> Not the kind of beef. <laughs> I yeah, What? <laughs> okay. No. I. I have issues with books like this and the whole spicy talk mm-hmm. movement, I would say, because I feel like it, I think it's, I don't even know, how do I say this, right? To each their own, if you like to read lots of sex scenes in your books, fine. Mm-hmm. That's called erotica. Yeah. It's called porn. Yep. that That's what it is. And that's fine if you yes. like to read that. I have problems with that and romance books being called the same thing yep because there's no there's no romance no romance is like the development of a relationship between two characters or even multiple characters it's the development and fostering of a relationship yep throughout the course of a plot yeah and it either plays a bigger role or a smaller role depending on like the genre of romance you're you're in yeah and all of this spicy talk monster romance Like, this is not romance. Mm -mm. It's just a bunch of sex. Yeah. And like, there's
0: moments where we kind of get the relationship developing. Like, he's never had a human that's been like interested in hanging out with him or learning things from him. And she's like, oh, nobody's ever like talked to me. But again, that's like a problematic premise to begin with, because we have two characters who, you know, outside of the whole monster thing have never had someone care about them and then they get hyper obsessed with the first person that does. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens in this. And then so after obviously all these like really sex scenes or whatever, um we're introduced to another Dustwalker who's like a stupider version of the one oh, in this one. <laughs> uh his name is like Orpheus is the main character, mm-hmm. but this guy doesn't have a name cuz Also Orpheus? Really? I it it feels gross. Like I don't know why, but <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this other dusk walker, you know, finds their house when he's gone and she's like, ah, this is kind of scary. But he hasn't eaten as many humans as Orpheus has. And so he's like stupider, like more like primal, like he's animalistic. More yeah. Yeah. But he's coming to realize that he has some kind of humanity because he's like, I'm kind of lonely, like I want a friend like your guy has. Like, how did that work? And so they have this kind of, like, friendship or whatever. But then he comes back and he gets all obviously, like, possessive. And he's like, this is my human. Like, you, you can't have her. You can't touch her. And they, like, get in a fight. And then something happens where he, like, leaves again. And then the, Kaya, whatever the Raya, <laughs> or whatever, Raya, whatever her name is, uh, she almost gets, like, kidnapped by this, like, flying demon. Except the other Duskwalker, like, saves her. And um he gets injured. And she basically, when Orpheus comes back and he's like no, fucking leave him out there to die or whatever. She's like, no, like, we are going to protect him. We're going to um, help him. I don't give a fuck what you want. Like, I don't care if this is a boundary you've established. Like, you're going to help him and that's it. And then so he basically has to help this other guy. And then he gives her like the silent or she gives him the silent treatment, too, because she's like upset about how he acted about it. And then... um, something happens where she's like well i need you to go get supplies and he's like well no i don't trust that you're not going to run away and she's like what even though she did run away towards the beginning of this book um so that's like a a reasonable thing and then he's like well i don't trust you to not run away and she's like you don't trust me and then we get like a three-day silent fest how did you get through even skimming this (sighs) book
1: I'm in awe. (laughs) I I know.
0: It was excruciating. But it sucks because the setting is interesting. Like, it's a cool concept that they live in this, like, demon-infested forest and there's, like, all these freaky demons out there. And there's, like, this owl witch that, like, comes and dances around and, like, gives them things. Like, it's interesting. It's fun. But then you get this, like, whatever-the-fuck developing relationship that's super, like, toxic and, like, questionable. And then you get these, like, really aggressive sex scenes, like, every other chapter. (sighs) <sighs> it's a lot. We get another kind of questionable sex scene, but none of them are like actually sex scenes until the end. So that's probably what that commenter was talking about, how it's like a slow burn romance. But like, I don't think it's a slow burn romance. If like the real sex scene that you're talking about is just the sex scene when you have these very explicit, like not sex, but like,
1: come on. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so yeah. And then she, uh, there's this like demon village, which again is like a cool concept. So the more the demons eat humans, the more human they become. And so you have this village deep in the center of the veil where all of these. Like, demons have eaten so many humans that they're almost human. And so they have like flesh chunks on them. They can like speak. They create music. They write. They're like obsessed with things that humanity has done. And they have like emotions and they can live together without trying to kill each other because they're like basically humans. And it's an interesting concept. And so they like go and visit this like demon village, but it's just all about like getting her stuff and like it's not really explored about like how that even happens. That's a really like good idea. It's interesting because Because it's like all the the like philosophical discussions on that, like you have a demon that is becoming more human. And like, when do you get to the point where you feel regret for all of the people that you've killed? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that would be a fun discussion with like Orpheus. He has a little bit of like self-hate instead of just being like, I don't want to be lonely. Ah." But yeah. And then there's some allusions to like a previous relationship that Orpheus had. And it really is just the only use is to make her jealous Oh, God. And self-conscious. I
1: I did like that Orpheus mentions in the very beginning when he's going to pick up his village tribute that he has taken both men and women. Yeah. And the village prepares three tributes. So Rhea and then two backups, a man and a younger gal. Mm -hmm. Which, okay, cool. It was interesting. Yeah. Equality. Mm -hmm. Great. Exactly.
0: But that's really the only plot. And then I didn't get to the end, but like I was looking through reviews and I guess the love interest like somehow comes back, but she tries to like help Rhea escape. But she's like, I don't want to escape. Oh, female love interest? Yeah. The previous one who. Oh,
1: Orpheus is. Yeah. I was intrigued because I thought Rhea might have had like a.
0: A real person? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's really it. But I think she like chooses him instead, or he chooses her, or something. Something no, happy, so romantic, completely unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Um. But yeah, I cannot put into words and in, like stress enough that this is the most graphic thing I've ever read. <laughs> like,
1: wow. It is. Um. I don't feel the same. <laughs> like, so. When <laughs> we came into work, and I just look over, and Katie's in her like frozen. In uh, arms mode, like your arms were like way in the air. You look like you were on the point of tears. And you asked me, Did you finish it? <laughs> I was traumatized by this book.
0: <laughs> like I, and it's hard because I think with Monster Romance, like you want to know what people the appeal is. And I was like, you know what? I want to know what people think are interesting about these books. So I'm I'm going to give it an honest try. And so I, I got so far even with skimming. And um, <laughs> the actual sex scene is the weirdest. Like, I feel like I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> you look like it. <laughs> I will just leave it at he does not have the same anatomy that regular humans do and i will leave it at that Um, (laughs) it's kindle unlimited so you can you can give it a shot i wouldn't give it a shot because this is outside of my comfort zone
1: (laughs) this is a far cry from the heroines of crown duel and graceling and poison study yeah um but
0: it's crazy because I thought the Grace Draven was some like pretty hefty, you know, like wow, this is some smut. No, this, <laughs> that is that is YA compared to
1: this. These are not. This is erotica. Yeah, Just come out and say it. <laughs> this is not a monster romance. No, this is this not is, fantasy romance. This, this is, is like
0: monster erotica. Yeah, and it should be an actual category.
1: Yeah. Well, I just wish. uh, Can you imagine if Barnes (laughs) Noble like relabeled their tables with erotica? Yeah. Like they're in the middle of the store, but that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And this is not to say that you can't read that. Yeah. That it's wrong to enjoy that. Uh huh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, enjoy. There was a person running by that was uh, very
1: handsome. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> continuing. Um, but yeah, so because we were, when we were just there, they have their fantasy romance section. They, or they have the fantasy sci fi section. Yeah. They have the YA fantasy sci fi section. Yeah. Then they have the, it's, oh, like, it's like a weird name for it. Uh, large print. It's like a, uh, what is it? Easy printer. It's like thin cover. It's the paperbacks that are slightly bigger than the, like the mass market paperback books yeah. that have a little bit more, I don't know, spice. It's, it's an excuse to charge. Fifteen dollars for a paperback rather than eight mm-hmm. um but in that like section they have the tables of like spicy talk and yeah. it's all labeled as romance
0: yeah because again like this there's no plot it's all based on their relationship growing and so that would make you think this is romance mm-hmm. but like there's not really any like yeah they're gaining trust in each other yeah like He's doing nice things for her and she's doing nice things for him. But it kind of felt like roommates that got horny and then all of a sudden they have a happily ever after. You know what I mean? Like there's no actual like tension romance of like the things you enjoy about romances, it's just (sighs) smut. So, yeah, I feel a little bit traumatized. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't finish it. <laughs> Honestly, like, <laughs> I almost want you to read just that scene so you can be also no, traumatized. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely I, not. I'm one of those share the trauma. <laughs> 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 yeah. So um if you want to step into monster erotica, because we're going to call it what it is, this is. into the deep end this is like jaws like you were jumping into the ocean (laughs) i will say though don't fucking pay for it
1: yeah like don't go online you can uh, there's plenty of free erotica online yeah like it's out there
0: yeah i don't know i think i was too traumatized by this to ever like maybe go back to regular like actual monster romance but like maybe one day is
1: there is there monster romance out there i would there has to be that's like and maybe you get a little bit of, like,
0: wonky-wonky, you know, oh, but...
1: I know one. Yeah. Oh, my God. So this is not an, another older one because I'm old. Uh, <laughs> but it's called The Hobbs Bargain. The Hobbs Bargain. By... Patricia Briggs oh I love Patricia Briggs so that is definitely fantasy romance and the dude is like a troll oh, like he is a monster wow like he is humanoid but there is there's no mistaking the fact that he's like a swamp troll <laughs> swamp um, troll. and so she is I think a, a widow mm-hmm. or, and she like had a decent relationship with her husband and she ends up making a like a bargain with mm-hmm. the Hob, who is the troll figure, and goes to like live with him, I think. I've read this 15 years yeah. ago, maybe. <laughs> um, but that would be like, I would consider a monster romance. Mm. Okay, so a better version of this that's not traumatizing. Yeah, or that features <laughs> at least like a monster main character mm-hmm. um, that kind of...
0: Yeah, because you read The Hanging City, would you know what that is?
1: Yeah, that's another. And that's what I would want to know is like, is monster romance just code for monster erotica? Is like that what that subgenre is? I don't know. Or is monster romance truly like, oh, one of your love interests in this romance book is not human? Yeah. Like, how do we define this? genre. Yeah, cuz we've had questions like that before
0: about other things about the genre because there's a big difference I think in what you described as the hanging city and this. <laughs> but they're yeah. allegedly in kind of the same category, so it's like,
1: yeah, but that's a that's a great example mm-hmm. of something that I would think would qualify.
0: Yeah. Cuz I'll I would even feel kind of okay stepping on like the bridge maybe between like romance and erotica and like seeing what the hype is about but i don't think i can do this again like this is too much (laughs) because it's different when there's no plot Mm -hmm. like there was absolutely nothing that happened in this book except well and you
1: can sex (laughs) you can have a. like a romance driven plot. That's yeah. fine. Where the entire plot is the two characters going back and forth on will they or won't they get together? Hello, yeah. Twilight. Yeah. But that's still something to keep you going and keep you drawn into this progression of the story. Mm-hmm. And this didn't have no. it. Uh yeah um
0: so anyways this week katie was traumatized um i was traumatized i didn't even like read the whole thing <laughs> oh my girl i i need someone else to read this so i can trauma dump because it was a lot
1: <laughs> i would be curious i want to hear from people who've read this and, and liked it
0: yeah and I also from
1: people who have maybe
0: read other monster romance rom- monster erotica that was not as like egregious war crime as this one was
1: <laughs> yeah and i and i want to be clear like i don't I'm not. I would not, and I do not want to seem like we're shaming people who like these kinds of books. Who like to read erotica? If that's what you like, that's what you like. Yep, and that's fine. Like that's that's your escape. Mm -hmm. So that's why I would be curious to hear from people. Like, oh, if this is a good example of something from that type of book, Mm -hmm. do you like it? Do you dislike it?
0: Because I feel like um, outside of my you know, trauma from some of these smut scenes, the basic book behind it was lacking certain foundational tenets that make it readable. Like Mm -hmm. the English wasn't good. There was um, some of the sentence structure was just like, I don't know what the fuck you're trying to say. And like the character development was lacking. The, you know, main character, Rhea or whatever, was a Mary Sue, but like a not- Fun to be around Mary Sue. Like she had negative character traits, which again is fine. You can have a character that has negative traits, but you have to have some kind of reasoning or some kind of like character arc. And there's no character arc. There's no development. It's just a playground for smut. Where did all the reviews come from? That's what I mean. Because oh my god, we have some of them. Um, let's see. Though I will say, some of these reviews that I picked out were like I 100% agree which is making a book 500 plus pages when there's barely any actual plot or proper world building should be illegal. Because I agree with that. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yep. And then another one, which let me mildly traumatize our readers really quick and Jordan. Um, oh, no. The sex, surprisingly, question mark, which was described in a way that sounded painful rather than hot, rearranging someone's guts metaphorically is fine but literally geez louise no thanks that happened that was a thing that happened yep so we're gonna leave you on that note (laughs) jordan is like trembling in fear oh my god yes yes. um now you know
1: i'm traumatized so okay um let's let's do something nice for our readers and let's talk about what we'll be reading next which is yeah Way better. Yep. So I think upcoming, our our next book is uh, an investment. Yes, it is. If you haven't read it, I'd be shocked. Yeah. This well, is the big banger. This is the end of season celebration. Yep. Welcome to Akatar. Woo! i'm actually kind of excited i am too i've only read it once really
0: yeah oh i've read it like three or four times which oh, is man. maybe embarrassing but i'm not embarrassed
1: <laughs> it's i mean it's yeah. so popular for a reason like mm-hmm. i think it's on five different shelves in barnes and noble yep. like it's scattered throughout the store <laughs> and there's like awesome different the versions too yeah. um i yeah. caved and i bought the the special edition the oh, really pretty one Oh yeah just because it's beautiful that's fair there are some amazing like book binding
0: of mm-hmm. Akatar too like i saw one that someone had crystallized a version of Akatar so it was like completely like crystallized with like roses and stuff it was so cool oh my god yeah these People on Bookstagram are crazy. Like, how do you do these beautiful things? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we're also reading Akamath, too, because it's kind of like a duology. They need to, almost. Yeah.
1: And you can read both of those and not finish the series and be satisfied, yeah. I think, with yeah. those two books.
0: Because uh, did you read the, like, Christmas special one?
1: No, I did read through like i read all the books up until nesta's story oh you didn't read nesta's i tried oh Oh, i finished wait read through so i all the books that go up to i think it's like four or five books really right when is nesta a court of silver flames yeah Uh, oh there is another one after Akamaf, isn't there yeah is there two more i guess we're gonna find out right now because it's like wings and there is a court of wings and ruin okay so that's the third third book. book okay so there's Three, and then A Court of Silver Flames, which is Nesta's story. Okay. Because the third one, I think I've only read it once, and I was like, what is this? I think it's just filler. (laughs) Like, oh, you want to read about these characters some more? Very much like the Throne of Glass series. Yeah. You don't need nine fucking books, or however (sighs) many there are. Yeah. Um, And that's coming from someone that, like, loved those books. Like, it's, it's, (laughs) Too much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there's a bright end to this episode. Um, We're going to end on, like, a way better heroine. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, from our shelf to yours, we'll see you on the next page. Hi, readers. If you'd like to help us pick our next book, send us a message on Instagram.
1: Or if you'd like to just listen, we post new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Apple and Amazon. Thanks for listening. Bussin'. (laughs)